0: smooth out your vocals a little bit.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Hey. Hey.
1: It really hit the spot. It's nice. All right. Hey. Oh, hey who's Who see you? Anyway, no I with Bobby Lufo. This is seriously Seagal. Welcome to Seriously Seagal or whatever. Uh, I'm sitting hey. with a bunch of fanooks over here. Get <laughs> yeah. your out of here. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's do something about those cabanzos over there. Why not? Whatever, why not. <laughs> hey, however. why don't you go tell everybody who you are? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Seriously Seagal Season 2, Episode 2. Mm. Today we're talking about the great classic film. Se- Seagal fans love this one. This is out for justice. We are the Seagal goons. This is P-Bear. Sitting across from me, back in his customary Lowe's brand blanket. What's
0: going on, everybody? This is The Flavor. And across the helm, always manning the helm, is...
2: We got Mr. Smitty back in action.
1: Yeah, we're into it right now. This is, again, we're dipping back into... We're out of the DVD, direct-to-DVD uh, era of Seagal. Yeah. We are back to early golden age Seagal. 1991. This 91. Uh, out for Justice. This is Steven's third film. He looks great. He looks Amazing. fresh. He looks young. He's running... Full ponytail, great head of hair. He's fighting. Then he's, he's loving dogs. He's
2: enunciating. He's, ennu- actually, he's so loud. Uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit.
1: He's okay. acting, yeah, you yeah. guys. <laughs> acting. <laughs> it's crazy. Seagal is going full-on Italian in this movie, um, which is a really beautiful thing. You can tell that he really enjoys stretching his acting chops on this one. I think this is. He speaks good Italian too, and it? when he actually says like Italian phrases, he sounds pretty good. He usually speaks foreign languages better than he speaks English. What's his themes.
0: original dis-
1: like? What's his background again? What's he's his like? He's not Italian. He's no, no, Dutch right? and okay, Native right, American, okay. and I don't know.
0: And you'd like to be Buda- uh, try Thai or something? <laughs> like that, He would love too. to be Thai or Japanese <laughs> <Yeah>. or black.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is Seagal getting deep into the Italian mafia culture, yep. uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, Flav, what's your sum up this movie in one sentence for us. What would you say about this? A what's man s- is looking for Richie. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yes, that's a that's a great that's a great one. And he asks <laughs> to, to
1: murder him. Let yeah. me <laughs> add that. To murder <laughs> him. <laughs> to murder him. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody asks why. <laughs> uh, slowly. Uh he asks Where's Richie? to literally every character in this movie? He beats the shit out
0: of everyone looking for Richie. There,
1: there's something a little dated about this movie, it, it being 1991, but it kind of looks like 1986. But uh, if this movie was set uh, this year, 2016, mm-hmm. it would have been solved with a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Like, yeah. The movie would be over. Didn't someone, I think Smitty or you or both maybe pointed out that it shouldn't have been this hard to find Richie. No, given this guy is wandering like...
1: Wandering around the town, murdering everyone. Yeah, yeah
0: basically. It was
2: just out on the loose. Doing He's also like
1: the Stay puffed Marshmallow Man like walking through <laughs> the last scene of Ghostbusters, he's, he's fucking huge. He's pretty large. <laughs> he's a big dude. William he's Forsythe
0: it reminds me of a large, like boar or warthog. Like if he, <laughs> if he was an anthropomorphic character, that's what he'd be.
1: Oh, so. he's totally a, a warthog with that mustache. <laughs> yeah, too. I was gonna say, especially with the mustache. I found out movie. that William Forsythe, uh, Richie, the, the film's villain, who in the title credit starts murdering people wantonly. Uh, which leads Seagal to come after him. Uh, that dude played Flat Top in Dick yeah, Tracy. Yeah, he did. Back he, in the was, day. he was. Oh, I'm a, are you a Dick I Tracy sh- guy at all? Uh, no, I think it was before my time. Well, Raj, S-
2: I think, was born the year Dick Tracy
1: came. Out. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's I was a what was I was an Encyclopedia Brown guy. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was all about Encyclopedia Brown. Well, Segal does some sleuthing of his own here, and we're actually speaking of Dick. We're going to do some sleuthing of a, of our own. Let's strap some gum to our shoes. We're gonna get into some of the the history, some of the backstory, some of the clues that tell us what just happened with this movie in a little segment we like to call Private Dicks. Private dicks. dicks. Oh yeah, we're dicking around. Give privately. me that dick. I want to see a dick in there. (laughs) All right. So we're talking about... um, There's some interesting trivia about this film. Um, Flip, why don't you hit us with something? Yeah, I'll I'll
0: give you a couple quick ones and then like the big one that actually is, is around this film that most people comment about. So originally, the title of the film should have been The Price of Our Blood. Um, Steven and the director John Flynn both wanted that but Warner Brothers said it had to be a three word, word title like every other Steven Seagal films like above the
1: law and Marked for death
0: so this is the third film Hard so it wasn't that many at that time but. Under
1: Siege 2 yeah <laughs> Out of Reach yeah how
0: did you not mention Out of Reach that's your movie it's my favorite episode 11 so yeah I guess Warner Brothers started this trend of like the three, three word um, stuff like that also they did a lot of editing so it was originally rated NC-17 Um, but they had to cut it down uh, due to the excessive violence, so they cut nearly 54 minutes, um, or sorry, 54 seconds, my bad, Um, nearly a minute of action scenes out. And we kind of noticed that, too, when we were watching. There were times when we were like, more stuff happened to that guy, right? Like cuz right, there was the like Tom a kick Hagan guy, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a kick and then like you see his like lifeless really bloody body and you're like a kick could not have made him that <laughs> right. bloody like. He dies
1: from getting kicked in the balls. There's yeah, definitely yeah, something yeah. more to that.
0: Yeah, so that happened, but um probably the biggest thing around this movie Or I guess I should also mention, true to Steven Seagal's character, uh, the director said, I really liked working with Bill Forsyth and Jerry Arbach and all the guys who actually played the killers, but I did not get along with Steven. He was always about an hour late for work and caused a lot of delays during shooting. Yep, oh so uh, not right. Steven. So, Donnie Fontelroy, call your boy John Flynn. You guys have something to talk about. Yeah, but I think
1: there should be an ex-Steven Seagal director's uh, commiseration guild yeah, or something like that. Yeah, all drunks and like <laughs> have wrist snaps and, like... <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, he I, did that name, to you, too, huh? <laughs> my name's Donnie Fontelroy, and I directed a Steven Seagal movie. Hi, Don!
0: Yeah. <laughs> But um, the biggest story, and this is the one that um, a lot of people talk about when they talk about Stagall, is uh, Stagall had claimed on this set that due to his Aikido training, he couldn't be choked unconscious. Now, anybody who knows anything about the way the human body works (laughs) knows that that's not possible because if blood (laughs) stops going to your brain, you go unconscious. Um, As the great Elio Gracie always said, that there's no (laughs) tough guys when it comes to chokes. Everyone goes unconscious. Everyone goes to sleep. So Gene LaBelle was the stunt coordinator for the movie, and Gene LaBelle is a really famous judo. Um, He's at least a 7-don. He's very, very high up there. Um, Trained with Ronda Rousey, too, and amazing, amazing judoka. And he was on the set, and so he was like, all right, I'm going to make Steven prove this. So Steven was like, all right, put a choke on me, put it on. And as the... Un, uh, I guess you can't really verify this with anybody because uh, it's a he said, she said. It's but, um, an apocryphal tale. He, but said, he said, he said. Probably true. Yeah. So Gene apparently put this choke on and put Stephen asleep, and Stephen to this day refuses to admit that that happened. Um, but Gene just didn't let go, and steven said to let go, and he put him put him out, and
1: possibly pissed himself. <laughs> right. Well, isn't part of it that it po- he maybe pooped his pants when he got yeah choked I mean, out? Yeah. I don't know about that. That's though, part of the legend. <laughs>
0: I don't know if he did that necessarily because, you know, like I practice BJJ. There's a lot of people who get choked out by accident. Like sometimes you're trying to defend a choke and you do go put out. And I've never seen that reaction from that. So it, I, I don't understand why those two things would go together. Like having a carotid choke put you out and shitting your pants.
1: I don't I don't really see that. Exist. Well, he might have had a full plate of rigatoni Alfredo oh, in his belly. Come Yo, <laughs> you're eating over that. Tony's over on 34th and 5th. You're going to shit your pants, eh? <laughs> Stephen, we love you. Come on the podcast. Hashtag kill us on film, please. Kill but I do us on believe film. Gene LaBelle put him to sleep. I one hundred percent believe. Yeah, I it. My believe Sensei's that. trained with Gene
0: LaBelle at some seminars, really? and he was like, "Gene is a fucking badass. <laughs> Gene is such a fucking
1: hard badass. Dude. He's a bad dude." We really got to have Sensei on the pod to tell some some of these great yeah. stories that he's got. Yeah, I think uh, perhaps. Uh, Above the law, we'll have yeah. It on. I think that's his favorite film. So, but this it was almost an NC-17 movie. It seems so tame compared to it, again. I was saying the Walking, walking Dead, dead yeah, on television sure. is a much much more graphic. Shout violent. out to the Walking Dead, we love you. Shout out to the Walking Dead, we love you guys. I really do. Um. So yeah. So this is again very early in Seagal's career. It's kind of an overcooked egg that he was very difficult on set. But this was also his third consecutive. Number one opening weekend film. Yep. Uh it was limb basted by the critics, but people loved it. Seagal was huge at this moment. It. Um it has an eighteen on Rotten Tomatoes Slave. That's it? Yeah. Wow. How how upset are you about that? <laughs> you know, I've 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 turned to the
0: Steven way of just letting it go, you know. <laughs> Steven's made forty more movies since then, so clearly that rating didn't mean shit. Yeah. True, <laughs> so true. Yeah. But, they yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah. This movie does set kind People of the the outline for many Seagal movies to come. I think, especially it, it reminded me a lot of the straight to DVD movies in a lot of ways. Where, where would you put this plot. on your ranking?
0: You guys so. have seen twenty some films now. Like, where would you? Honestly, put
2: this? I was not I was not that impressed with this one. Okay. Overall. Yeah, I can see
1: I can see why it was a classic and okay, why sure. it, it helps establish his career. But in terms of being entertaining, I'd take Under Siege or Under Siege Two, okay, or all right, On yeah, Deadly Ground, yeah, or yeah, even yes. you know maybe Out of Reach, out of reach <laughs> Episode <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> it's pretty. What What do you think, Cliff? I I all I mean I grew up on this film, so it's one of my top
0: five films for him. But I agree with you that Under Siege Two, Under Siege, even yeah, there's more action packed but for sure. There's more um happening but uh this is a classic
1: so you know just like above the law hard to get. Th- yeah it's it's a staple you know we uh start uh, the the movie starts with a very very classic uh overcooked egg of stevens um after actually a quote from arthur miller who wrote the crucible <laughs> and was, yeah, was married was to Marilyn monroe <laughs> okay. that was weird
2: very interesting <laughs> intro
1: yeah i wasn't sure about that one um but So the first scene is a prostitute being slapped around by a pimp.
2: Pimp's on patrol.
1: Bitch, you got pregnant on my time. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> that's exactly, it's pretty that's bad. What he you wouldn't really see this scene in a movie now, I don't oh, think. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. um, and Steven and his partner Bobby are in an undercover cop car on, on a Sting on mission. a $3 million mission. It, this is a classic thing for Steven to do. He sees a woman being abused, and he blows the cover of his mission to to go beat the crap out <laughs> he's of to be. O- he's so honorable, yeah. guys. There's like 30 he's cops so that like come honorable. out from the bushes because Steven decides to run in on this guy. But this poor pip, he really doesn't... <laughs> oh, he gets, He's got 30 he gets cops on him up. all of a sudden. And uh Stephen really beats the crap out of him, oh, yeah. this is again Stephen's save the cat moment as well yeah. in the scene. We see that Stephen is a tough but fair but uh social justice or not social justice a warrior of justice yes um, he is um for the yeah. the little guys, I guess yeah, he slaps a lot of pe- a lot of his friends in this movie actually he 's very slap happy, just like in uh, Mark for Death. I mm-hmm. think he does that. there's a lot of slapping um and also holding Doesn't he pe- slaps Sonny too ripping in people article? by their necks <laughs> yeah dude that's like. <laughs>
2: Has anyone, like, it's like such an uncomfortable feeling to have someone do that to you? I feel like, like, he's just like oh, going yeah. around and like just like grabbing every conversation he neck. has,
1: he
0: has his arm on everybody's neck. <laughs> he's that's very like, in control. That's like the equivalent of when like a dude is at the bar and is like kind of like not sure where he stands with the chick and he's like p- kind of putting the ghost hand around or show, like, yeah, we're sort of together. Not the really. hover hand. Yeah, exactly. That's. Basically the same thing.
1: Yeah, Steven is hover handing everyone, even <laughs> people of authority, even the bad guys. I the don't da- know the dons of the mafia. Yeah. Uh, so um, he
0: beats the shit out of this guy, and then what's sweet is he throws the pimp through the car window. Yes. And then the title flashes out for Jaws like that's so 90s to do that it like says a his dramatic name scene, first. and then like boom like oh it says his name before the yeah. title. Okay, yeah he's so. above the line on this one. Oh Pretty nice good. nice yeah. Um, Who's so that? Be a good
1: Steven Seagal movie title. Above, above, the, above the line. Above the line. And it has his name above it. Seagal.
2: If you're listening out there, kill us on film, please. Above the line.
1: Above the line. Um, I thought it was really funny how the pimp he uh, Seagal throws the pimp through the windshield of the car from the hood side. and the pimp's red shoes are sticking out the ba- the windshield. He looks like the Wicked Witch <laughs> of the East who dies at when uh, Dorothy lands in Oz. Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs>
0: um, so then right away, we are basically taken into the world of William Forsythe, the bad guy, whose name is Richie.
2: The world of terrible <laughs> New York accents. Okay. Yeah, basically.
0: So
1: Richie just, his oh, his few opening scenes are just him like murdering people, essentially. Right. In the credit <laughs> sequence, it's, it all happens. Yeah. The, yeah. the whole plot of the movie is... Laid out.
0: Yeah, so he kills a bunch of people, including the two main people, or I guess the one main. The lady's not that important, but he kills Bobby, who is steven's Steven's partner. partner. Um, and later we find out why Bobby, exactly no. that happened. But he kills Bobby in front of his wife and kids in this grocery store in the sidewalk and very then like Godfather Throws style, like a couple uh, pictures see. on his body. We don't see those pictures yet. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, All right. Um, I get it. I get the whole movie now. You <laughs> just suddenly got it, didn't <laughs> yep. you? Yeah. I That's knew, pretty I brutal. Would. Throws a picture and then runs off. And then, like, two seconds later, for no reason, and this, like, lady, like, he's, like, in the car with his goon buddies, and this lady's like, you're cutting
1: me off, blah, blah,
0: blah. She's talking shit in traffic, too. Gets out, just, like, straight up, bullet to the face.
1: He grabs her by the back of the head and shoots her head. Yeah. It's a very (laughs) dangerous move on his part as well.
0: Hey, he's Richie, you know. Um, Dude, Richie is insane. Those hands, they can stop bullets. (laughs) Yeah, Richie's,
1: Richie's really insane. He, no, he might Richie be the craziest like, uh, bad guy we've like ever seen. off the rails right yeah, from the beginning. Easily the craziest
0: bad guy. Everybody else has a plot and a plan. This guy is just straight up like <laughs> no idea what he's doing. He's just killing people. He's just for
2: on a bender, people. basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why
1: his buddies... Who I was considering the uh, tri-state Affleck brothers. Yeah. Um. <laughs> why Why they hang out with Richie? They seem to they be don't want to die, man. They're just so afraid of him the whole time. Let's just yeah. like mo- move. Like in that situation, <laughs> just like move. Get out of there. You know. Like, every yeah,
2: Every, every know. scene, he's like smoking a crack pipe, and then they're just like standing there, like <laughs> like. Then just he like always hands
1: the other them, guys eat. the crack pipes, and they never take <laughs> it. Yeah,
0: it's
2: just him.
1: Yeah, there's very much the moralizing stance that Seagal will often take in this early Seagal era of the bad guys do drugs. Like the Jamaicans in uh, those damn Jamaicans.
0: Hey, shout out to legalization in Massachusetts. What's up?
1: Yeah, we're all pretty psyched about it. It's a it's a, it's a beautiful holiday this year. 2016 was a tough year in some ways, but that's, <laughs> it that's ended a, on a, good, a note, good one for us. Kind of. Um, so, yeah, so you kill these people, and then what What happens after that? Well, we kind of learned that, that Seagal, uh, Seagal's character, Gino Felino. Um, <laughs> what an absurd <laughs> name. <man. What? laughs> I, they needed First to top Nico from uh, <laughs> Above the Law, so they went with Gino <laughs> Fellino. Nico's a pretty badass name. My uh, sensei's brother's
0: kid is named Nico. We le-
1: okay. <laughs> They're Italian. Sensei, Greek. just come on the podcast yeah, yeah. so we can <laughs> stop talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk to you. Um, uh, we, we learned that Seagal kind of has a Johnny Dangerously situation, okay? Classic Michael Keaton film. Um, I do not know that film. Uh, he's... An Italian man who grew up kind of in the mafia scene with mm-hmm. the families, mm-hmm. but he's on the right side of the law. He's right. A, he's a tough, hard-nosed cop. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. we find out Gino knows Bobby and Richie. They all knew each other from back in the day.
1: Right. He, he grew up with the yeah. the villain, which I feel like they could have got a little bit more out of that...
0: Uh, they probably did. I remember, they, like, filmed a bunch of more scenes, but then, I remember, Stephen felt like William Forsyth was doing him, so they cut those scenes.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Stephen edited the brilliant act, like, the genuinely great acting of William Forsyth down because he thought he was outshining him. <laughs> so there might have been, like, dialogue between them, and he was like, I don't like this at all. I thought at the end there was going to be a, we grew up together. Yeah. We had the same rules, you no. and me. One yeah. of those kinds of things. No, like crazy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we're kind of in the world of the uh, Brooklyn Italian Mafia. Uh, And we like to kind of dive deep into these, these scenes and these places and these locales. Why don't we go to one of our favorite segments, Flavors of the World. Where
0: are we going today?
1: Oh, we're going to Brooklyn. Hey.
0: Brooklyn.
2: What up? It was what crazy. are you doing in this pizzeria?
1: They had um, the Beast, the Beastly Boys' uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. They must uh, have paid a lot of money for that. I think so. Yeah, the rest of the soundtrack actually did enjoy it, but it doesn't have any kind of hits Can't like that. some crazy songs there. Yeah, so we're talking about Mafia. Mafia
0: culture. We're talking Mafia. Guys, the Mafia is much like, you know, I, I've touched on lot of different groups shall i say i've talked about prison culture i've talked about the yakuza and um similarly uh, you know there's a sim- same theme coming through here mafia very very organized mm-hmm. right like there's uh, there's a hierarchy there's a system there's a code and everybody seems to know this code i'm always curious about how people are informed like they just kind of like tell everybody
1: like hey you know like this is the code. Well, I think you grow up with it like that. It's yeah. very much instilled with you, do rat, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's definitely, but just, you know, how it was kind of like, we got to do. So basically what's happening here is you see that the mafia is telling Steven, hey, like, we got to take care of Richie our way because he disrespected us by killing Bobby and doing this in front of his wife and kids, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, you know, Gino's like, I'm going to do things my way because I'm a cop and I'm above the law and I'm out for justice and I'm hard to kill, etc. etc. <laughs> but and he's out of reach. It's, it's funny that there's this code, you know, that, like... They they have to like respect this certain order, but more importantly, what I'm always curious about is why Italian restaurants? Why the why are they mm-hmm. always eating when they're meat? Like every every Don movie I've seen, every mafia movie, they're always eating during these important meetings. And I'm like, is it because the food makes you feel good and it kind of calms you a little
1: bit? Like you know, you're it's a it's a nice environment. You don't want to like, make why, rash like, decisions to whack somebody on an. Empty but, like stomach. I just
0: don't see that. Like the yakuzas don't necessarily always meet in like a Chinese shop, and like you know what I mean, like. Well, I think the Italian American gangsters don't always meet in like a, a Chinese
2: sho- like a p-
1: shop. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, you know <laughs> what I mean, like a Chinese restaurant, like yeah. whatever. Like, I, I think they American gangsters don't do that. they always have
1: the, the FBI kind of willing to crack down on them. So they, they make arrange these meetings at some place where they would have to be. They're having dinner anyway. We're just having. Uh, I'm having yeah, dinner okay. with my right, friends. Right, That's right. why we're all meeting up together. And if we okay. talk about, you know, robbing cigarette trucks and things like yeah. that, then it, so be it. Yeah,
0: but that's interesting. It's cool because it's almost like it, it. It. You know what it does too is that it enhances that family culture of the mafia. It's a very, it's. It's like a family, right? So it's like. It's about family. Yeah, shout out to Vinny D. Family. That Fate of the Furious coming out next year. Oh, it
1: looks so great! Everybody, go watch the Fate of the Furious trailer. Please right do. Now. Do it now.
0: It's uh, but it's great because like it instills more of that code. That fa- it's it's kind of cool how that works. It's all. I feel like that entire kind of aura of like you're in this restaurant, you're with family, like, you know, a lot of these guys are your uncles or your cousins or your brothers anyway. So it's already like you're instilled. So you're right. It's a very much
1: you're growing up in that in that society. So I found it interesting that Seagal basically defies. So it's the mafia and Seagal with the cops separately trying to track down Richie Mm -hmm. and avenge the the murder of Bobby. Yeah. Um, Neither of them can do it. Neither of them can do it. <laughs> and the Mafia also has so much respect for Seagal. I mean, Seagal oh God, puts yeah. his hand on, on the back of the Don's neck when they're, they're hanging out. He also out th- straight up talks shit to the maid Don, like, right, right yeah. in his restaurant. <laughs> and the great. Don says, thank you, sir, may I have another, basically. <laughs>
0: yeah. They're like, yeah, you can't really mess with Gino. Gino's crazy, man. That's, that's cool to have that kind of respect. We'd do good in a Mafia. But would we? <laughs> I think we'd be good enforcers.
1: I wanted to be the guys that uh, that Richie w- when Richie pulls over and just tries to pay some dudes who are hanging out. Who's got the balls? Scene. Right. He's yeah. like, "You got balls." Basically, getting them to be his tough guy. Wasn't grooms. that the next scene of the movie too? Pretty much. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. He's like recruiting two more guys
0: by asking, "Who's got balls?"
1: And then it's six people in this, <laughs> like his old, his little Chevy or his <laughs> Buick or whatever it is. There's a lot of like. Gross Brooklyn train panning shots of Buicks driving mm-hmm. around. And th- th- yeah, we get into a car chase There's where. It was the craziest car scene where, like,
0: Smitty enjoyed this a lot because of the car suspension. What was happening there, Smitty? <laughs> oh,
2: Seagal was just chasing them, but I think he was, like, underneath, like, the L- elevated train. And, like, I don't know, he was just going over speed bumps. So many very quickly. He was flying, <laughs> yeah, dude. That car was, was going sp- up and down like yeah, cr- it was getting rocked.
0: That car, yeah. Uh, he must have destroyed so many yeah. cars of that scene. <laughs> it was great. Did they? What happened at the end of that chase? How
2: did that chase end? Does uh, that end in the butcher shop? Is that where that? That's ends, when. Well, the the truck
1: oh, backs right, up and yeah. they sneak behind the truck and he gets kind of stymied for a second. Oh yeah, that's but then, then I think we go to the butcher then, shop. Yes, steps. yes, yes. They set him up for the butcher <laughs> shop. Yep. Ooh, I like how. Gino, when he finds out about these murders, is at home wearing his gi, and he's about to have catch a catch with his son, <laughs> and he gets the phone call, <laughs> and so he hustles to the crime scene, but not before putting on his beret. Yeah.
2: Well, but basically they're like, you, uh, they're like, Bobby was shot dead, and he's just like, damn it. This
1: <laughs> yeah, is like his yeah, like, so like partner. This it. is
2: like a guy he grew up with, his known since his childhood. He's just like. I don't know. His reaction. <laughs> keeps it in, <laughs> was, uh, man. He keeps it in. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> so and this it, happened before the car chase. This race. is before yeah, the car okay, chase, yeah, but whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all the yeah. same this beginning is, uh, yeah. of the movie. Okay. Um, yeah, and he says to Jerry Orbach, give me an unmarked and a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. That's all I need. We know I'm going to catch this guy. The cops also, like the mafia, just have so much reverence for Gino Felino that they're like, Okay, here you go. Just yeah. go kill everyone. We don't. We don't <laughs> care. You can wear a beret, sure. Yeah, That's not standard check issue. Did he in with
0: his department at all during that movie? No. <laughs> oh. Well, there's
1: that montage where we see him. That that very strange montage. Well, let's um. We're, we've been talking about some of these characters. Maybe let's try to get to know them a little bit better with uh, one of our favorite segments on on this podcast, the Seriously Seagal podcast. We're gonna go to a segment called the Keith David Memorial Non Seagal MVP.
0: Keith, what's up, buddy?
1: Hello, boys. It's good to see you. Happy holidays. Happy Welcome holidays back. to
0: you, too, man. What are you, what are you doing for the Christmas season?
1: For the Christmas season, I'm still gambling. I'm going to Vegas Jesus, with Father Flavor. Man. Oh, that did not turn out too well last time, as I heard Well, I found out that whenever he sits on my lap, I win, so Ooh, we're going to make it happen right, out there, baby. Wait. I what? thought... Uh,
2: he d- he likes to dress as Santa Claus, and you sit on his lap, right? Has <laughs> that ever happened with
1: you? I've never had that happen to me, Smitty. Have you experienced that? No. Smitty. Uh, maybe. Smitty. <laughs> God, damn Smitty and Father Flavor have a weird thing. What right is up. happening over there? Catch me on the, the program Greenleaf on the <laughs> OWN Network. <laughs> we
2: definitely... I actually haven't seen that. Yeah. Really? What, 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 what number is uh, the OWN Network?
1: Oh, man, I don't know. 69, oh, <laughs> 5, <420, laughs> Greenleaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, slave. Who's, you, who's your Keith David Nansagal Memorial
0: MVP? My Keith David Nansagal MVP goes to uh, shit. I forgot his name. Oh, o- Oracho. Is that his? Who's that? Oh, the dog. The dog. Oh, he oh, okay. Ends up naming the dog. Co- or it's well, tell us about co- it. This is actually co- the next scene. Oracho, co- something like that. Oracho, co- 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 something I- like that. So it's this it's this dog that gets thrown out of it. it's this puppy, this German Shepherd puppy. Shout out to German Shepherd's my favorite dog. Oof. Um out of this car at the very early in the movie and Stephen picks him up and kind of takes his dog for himself. Uh just riding around in the car with it. No leash, no nothing. At one point, he goes to pick up food for it. And he's like, hey, you got any puppy dog food? <laughs> you got any puppy
1: dog food? Yeah, we got some puppy food. dog food
0: in aisle nine. But he never feeds the dog. Or at least we never see him back feeding the dog.
2: The guy at the store also, or he, he's like hey, was this, uh, from New Jersey? And he's like, I don't want to get that uh, radiation, you know. He's and the like, guy's I like, oh, I don't oh no. Definitely Seagal you, improv right there. Yeah, it was. It was just like, oh, smooth, Steven. Later,
0: you see him, like, talking to his ex-wife outside, and she invites him up to have an espresso, and, like, Doesn't bring the dog. (laughs) He leaves the dog in the car, like, and he uses the excuse like, "Oh, I can't show Tony like his kid." Like, I can't show Tony the dog. He'll never want it to leave. But it's like, didn't you adopt the dog? So like, like why would why would that be a problem if your kid doesn't want it to leave the house? I mean, your fucking dog, dude.
1: Like, it's weird how much. Also, your kids asleep. I never saw the kid in that scene. (laughs) It's weird how much the dog comes in and out. Again, maybe Steven thought the dog was outacting him, so he edited the dog out more. <laughs> but the dog will occasionally show up when we need to remember that Steven, uh, Gino Felino so has some kind of heart.
0: The reason he's my MVP is just somehow he made it through more than a day without eating. and <laughs> turned out just fine <laughs> at the end of it. So he's my MVP. Somehow Dogs he made are resilient, through. man. He made it through shootings, through the... Every, everything. He's
2: cute. Too. That car chase that was going up and <laughs> the dog yeah, inside really.
0: of that car the entire time. How is that dog not like bouncing off the ceiling during <laughs> that? Like, oh my God. It's not like he has a seatbelt. <laughs> Shit. Shout out to German <laughs> Shepherds. All right. <laughs> Mr.
1: Smitty,
2: who's your MVP? Um,. I'm going to have to go with the guy in the wheelchair at the chop shop. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Wheels from yeah. the BK Kids Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> Um I know his his role was One thing I I couldn't tell though like was he actually a part of that setup or the cops were just actually just found them and could, because they were looking I, for them
1: Yeah it seemed like he, it was going to be revealed that he had a wire on him because he keeps he, trying to get Richie to talk about it
2: I don't think he did either and then like uh I Richie like just freaks really out, out on him he's like I'll
1: give you something and like shoots him in the chest he Shoots the man in the wheelchair <laughs> Yeah unfortunate for that guy uh. Well it would have been great if he <laughs> <laughs> the dude stands up and is like, I can walk that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 He like dodges out of the way of yeah. bullets. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um I think what my MVP yours? is the goon who starts off. So Richie I Richie's family is a big guy. part of this. I know it was gonna be this. Uh <laughs> Richie's sister no, and know. brother are both very they both are owners of a bar of some kind. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do they sure. own Richie's separate brother. clubs? I think it's separate is it places. The same? Club. I was having trouble telling. Because Steven destroys both of them. It, it's irrelevant. They both sure turned they're into separate. rubble. Um uh, what was the second club you were talking about? But uh, okay, so Richie's brother Vinny has a, a henchman who looks like he's a hell's angel. He doesn't look like he's in the Italian mob. He looks oh, like yeah, McFoley of uh, yeah, Mankind yeah, kind of. Um, I knew it was gonna be this guy. And after Richie basically takes over Vinny, beats the shit out of Vinny, d- kills a bunch of his goons. This guy is now suddenly on Richie's team, which was great. And earlier he had his teeth knocked out by Steven Seagal, Right, yeah, totally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, yeah, he worked his way up. Started
1: from the bottom, now we're here. Seagal puts (laughs) a, a pool... A cue ball in in a towel and smacks him in the face with it. He loses <laughs> oh, his teeth. So oh, that oh, was so, so, that was so <laughs> brutal. Oh, so gross. That was one of the
0: best scenes, dude. That's a classic Seagal scene. They should
1: have had him like smile a bunch later in the movie, and there's just a big hole, t- tooth <laughs> hole in his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I think there possibly was. That would've been awesome.
0: Oh man, that's. Great. I was, I was going to, if you didn't pick that guy, I was going to do a second MVP and choose him.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there are also, like, great. countless goons <laughs> in this movie who there get are. the shit beat out of them. And oh, also,
2: um, John Legg was on cameo. Yeah, for, like, half do- a yeah, second. Yeah, for, like,
1: it was literally, like, two seconds. A very young Johnny Legg's. Uh, selling does, drugs on the street or something. Does right? Richie kill him? That yeah. that might have been cut out. Richie he points the gun him. at him. Do we see? Yeah, we don't see
2: him. it happen, but I think it's it's assumed that. Richie Given what Richie
1: him. was
0: doing else in this movie, I'm sure he didn't spare that guy for no reason. Yeah. Johnny Legs
1: also has a pretty great Seagal story that he tells on some late night show <laughs> about Seagal threatening him and throwing <laughs> him into a wall or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Maybe yeah. we'll post that on, on our that Facebook page. That is awesome. get us up on Facebook, Seriously Seagal, on Twitter at Seriously Seagal. Also, this
0: was the uh, what do you call it, debut of Juliana Margulies.
1: Right, of course. The good wife. Just like Katherine <laughs> Heigl. And E.R. Yeah, Seagal's always giving er. people their, their starts, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what ha- Okay, it's just a series of him Seagal saying. The whole movie, again, is Seagal going, where's Richie? Yeah. Nobody's telling say- him. And then he beats the shit he, out he of people. He does say a couple other things, though.
0: Spitty, Spitty, let's take it to one of my favorite segments so I can <laughs> remind everybody what other stuff he did say during this movie. <laughs> What are your faves, Flave? Well, let me tell you and everybody else who's listening. Shout out to all our listeners. What's up? Um <laughs> Jesus. What's up? I mean, just saying what's up from our <laughs> listeners. They they enjoy it. These
1: are the top one-liners from for justice. Uh, what is a is a
0: figurative statement? Right. There are many paragraph <laughs> liners, especially yeah, when is
1: improvising or speaking in aphorisms. Guys,
0: if you didn't know, I've been taking notes on my iPhone, so I'm really getting my thumb speed up, you know what I'm saying? Your
1: thumb speed, I must say, is, <laughs> is insane. It's very <laughs> quick to begin with.
0: Um so one of the first <laughs> ones that we that we did uh is he's in uh he's in a Italian restaurant with the Don Vittorio.
1: Bottle red what? <laughs> I don't know that It's William Joel Scenes from an Italian yeah. restaurant Ah, uh, okay That's the final chorus though Oh, interesting
0: um, And they're talking And they're basically like You know, the Don is like We gotta do this our way Because Richie disrespected her family Etc And Stephen's like I gotta do it my way um, And so they kind of go back and forth And there's a little bit of Italian Speaking in it as well And so this this quote actually has a, It starts in Italian And then it ends in English And the Don is like You, you gotta let this go You gotta do, let us do it our way And Stephen goes Respeto, lo sei. But God forbid I find this guy before you do. You know what I'm going to
1: do. Nice. <laughs> Classic Stephen. Well delivered. Um, do you think Seagal, does Seagal actually speak Italian? We know he speaks uh, Japanese. He sounded really good. In, We've heard like him speak His accent French. was amazing.
0: I can't do a good Italian accent. I, I, oh, that, Don't sell yourself short, buddy. That was amazing. I don't really know what I was going for right there. Uh, but yeah, he. I thought it sounded very convincing. I'm, I'm sure he speaks you Um, and then another one is he is talking to the hench, the sub sub guy, his like basically friend from back in the day who now works for the dawn. Frankie? Fra- is that Frankie? Is the yeah. name? Okay, That's yeah. Frank. So they're kind of you know they've got I think they go back, and Frankie's basically calling him out, being like you know you're just doing this because you're a cop now, and, like we grew up together, blah blah blah, like you're only trying to find Richie to get something from the department. Right. And uh, and Stephen goes ever since we was little. I never tried to act like I'm better than you. You know, you always called me lucky. It wasn't lucky. It was determination. I had a drive to do something more. You think this has a damn to do with the department? I couldn't give a shit about the department. It's like, <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. good. So he, he's really he's a tower. renegade cop here. Oh, my God, yeah. He, he really doesn't. Although he does end up using that one unmarked shotgun later on <laughs> That's to true. Kill everybody. He, he's out for justice. <laughs> and he's hard to kill. This is probably my, my favorite... Ah! Yeah, I'll, this one kind of ties. These le, these next three are pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, this is when he's in the uh, bar that Richie, the bad guy's brother, owns, and, and Richie's brother, yeah, Vinny. Vinny. Okay. So you know, Gino's coming over and he's looking for Richie, and he's like basically banging everybody up. So he's come over here, Vinny. Listen, you shouldn't talk to me that way. You know why? Cause like you and I, we don't know each other so good. You were still sucking your thumb when your brother was around town sucking dicks. But just the same. You shouldn't talk so tough, all right? And Vinny's like, hey, if my brother was here, you wouldn't talk shit like that. Yeah, but he's not here. And you know why he's not here? Why? Because he's a chicken shit fucking
1: pussy asshole. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: like, that was the best. He's so rude. (laughs) Gino Foligno is such a dick. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Um... And then right after they changed some other bars, which are not like that thing, but when he's like leaving, he's like, you tell your brother I'm going to cut off his head and piss down his fucking throat. Jesus
1: Christ. It was amazing. <laughs> I was like, that ex- exchange was awesome. Do you think Seagal was improving some of those, too? Some of the Some of them s- sound
2: Probably a little awkward. Probably the chicken awkward. shit fucking li- pussy asshole. Yeah, that one sounds like... <laughs> it's like when, like, f- kids first start swearing and, like, yeah, they just yeah, start yeah. throwing <laughs> stuff together, like, randomly. The cut off like, his randomly. head and pissed down
0: his throat is pretty good, but the, the first one, yeah. So then the final <laughs> exchange that I thought was amazing was he's talking to Patty. Now, Patty is the chick who works in the other club owned by Vinny. Or not by Vinny, by Richie. Um, and he's trying to get information. Then they obviously go back.
2: Oh, her name was Patty. Her oh, name was Patty, okay, and I really wanted I her.
0: They, I felt like they had some burning chemistry underneath the surface that was waiting to get out. But he comes up to her and he's like, "How you doing, Patty?" And she, she goes, "I can still get it wet." <laughs> oh yeah, that was Gina Gershon, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. And so then they're looking at the waitress, and you know, he's like, "Who's this one here?" And she goes, "Who?" And he goes, "The one with the nipples you could dial a phone with." <laughs>
1: Is he is
2: talking it, about a rotary I think, yeah, phone? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I <laughs> yeah, was about to say. I think he's talking about a rotary phone. Could be. Just like, <laughs> at this point, is so outdated. That is outdated
1: at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, Not I, only the misogyny, but also the the rotary phone. Reference. I remember my
2: parents had a rotary phone when I was really little, Did. as a kid. It was it was cool, but a pain in the ass. Yes, takes did forever. You, you, yeah. Did you use your hard
0: nipples, Smitty, to dial people? <laughs>
2: All the to time. To dial your friends and your I dates? I used other things, too.
1: <laughs> I used my nipples to use my iPhone. <laughs> it still works. That's how I, that's how I broke my is screen. That, is that your touch <laughs> that's how uh, I broke unlock my code? Is actually it's not just a just It's just your nipple print. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. So those, those are my liners.
0: I thought it was pretty
1: good. There were some pretty decent ones in there. I, I was, I was happy with There's it. There's that real. When does he have that really amazing monologue where he turns? Oh, he looks like a muppet I tried for to like find five that. minutes. I couldn't, yeah, I think that was the one I was just left. That's when he that leaves the in.
0: dog in the car and he goes to see his ex-wife. Right. Okay. She's He's,
2: like, "You want to come in for an espresso? They don't He's have
1: espresso. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I
2: think that'd be a really good
1: idea. <laughs> <laughs> they Do they get to? They get together at the end, right? Yeah. You, th- you were right. There is like Segal has chemistry with every single every single woman in this movie. Like kind of wants he not to bang. Six Steven? feet tall, dark, and handsome.
2: He's trying to honey dick At him this a time bit. He's pretty tan. <laughs> he's you know? trying
0: to he's trying to get all the information
2: <laughs> and stuff and use them <laughs> so he can get Richie. Basically, is he's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't <laughs> care about he doesn't care about the sex. It's P- just, just <laughs> How do you
0: feel about the term honey dick people? Given that you love honey and you love <laughs> dick. And uh, yeah,
1: I think it's the perfect combination. It's two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> <laughs> um, you heard it right here, folks. <laughs> uh, th- there were, th- even though Gina Gershon was one of the the female actors, and uh, we also had Juliana Margolis, the good wife. Uh, I felt good that all, all the female characters were confusingly interchangeable. Uh, there was also the Talia Shire wannabe wife, they ex-wife look- of Stevens. They all looked There's way too similar. There was also that prostitute of
0: Richie's that was trying to go clean.
1: Right. Uh that was Juliana Margolis, right? Yes. Oh that was oh right. And her little sister, happens. yeah, yes. And her little sister Elena, don't touch and her. And there's that girl who gets killed too. Is that that's a different girl? That's right? Roxanne.
0: Which one is she? She's the other chick Bobby is banging. Surprise uh, Bobby's banging other he was, people. Yeah, he's he banging his wife. too. What a cliche, dude I cheating had- on his wife. Surprise, surprise. Bobby was a
2: piece of shit, too. I had oh, such yeah, a Bobby hard time a of telling the women apart from each other. Yeah, they were all kind of like really curly brunettes. Yeah.
1: And we see that photo, that really funny pornographic so, oh, yeah, photo. Yeah, and <laughs> I was <laughs> like, wait, which one is that? I, couldn't, I didn't even know. Yeah, it was really hard to tell. So, but I think it ended
2: up being um, Roxanne? Roxanne, Roxanne and that other and waitress, our um, fucking Bobby. Right, that's exactly but what, what the, the one
0: who could <laughs> dial a phone with her nipples and Roxanne are both by banging Bobby that picture um, of Bobby banging Roxanne went is what got sent to Richie. Now, Richie got pissed because Roxanne was also banging Richie at the time, which right. makes sense because Roxanne's banging everybody. So Richie got pissed and killed Bobby. That's the point of him killing Bobby and then putting those pictures on his dead body was he was pissed that Bobby was banging his, his girlfriend.
1: Here's my question about those Polaroids. So Bobby has these Polaroids that are discovered uh, throughout Um of him banging Roxanne. Yep. Okay. And the other chick. I don't know why. There's
0: multiple And polaroids. everyone
1: reacts... First of all, all the women react like it's them in the photo, which is what's confusing about it. But it's not It's not Gina Gershon and it's not Juliana Margolis, right? Nope. No. Um, secondly, how does... How many... Co- are they copies of the same photo? These are Polaroid photos. Like... Or does he just have a lot of photos I'm sure from whoever the same was taking session. it? Was just like that's my other question. Yeah, who is Who's taking that taking picture? These yeah, that's photos. a good.
0: <laughs> it's <like> a good <laughs> they have to selfies. ask Bobby. He's dead now.
1: <coughs> I like to think it was the toothless McFoley guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
0: yeah. Spe- yeah, it's it's funny that, yeah. No, I,
1: I'm going to save <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to save enough. it. I'm going to okay. save it. Well, so let's talk about the scene in the pool hall Ooh, uh, where Gino goes in and just tears tears the room apart. It's a lot like the uh, On Deadly Ground Richie? scene. <laughs> seen Richie? i Richie. This is where he, he is just like an uncompromising asshole to just he the patrons of the bar. Of every... he, he destroys all their beverages. Yeah, he does. He pours out all those drinks and throws the he glasses. He knocks out the bartender. Yeah, he, he, asks is... the, he says, oh, there's a lot of boxing paraphernalia here. Who's the boxer? And this older bartender says, I, "I'm a boxer." <laughs> He's
0: like, "You think you could do something?" He's like, "Yeah, I could probably do something." He well, throws, what could a, you do? throws yeah. a quick left, a quick right. Actually, he went for a cross.
1: He went for a cross. Stupid. Stupid. Okay, and then Seagal no, immediately dispatches him. It yeah. was really it was everybody really who throws at Seagal in
0: this movie throws a cross for some reason. It's very easy to see. Probably told them to. The hitch is. Well, it's also a bad (laughs) guy. Like, you know, a haymaker punches your average (laughs) juice bag. Like, hey, fuck you, man. And then they throw a haymaker. It's very easy to see that hitch in that right shoulder. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Neeks, though, I want to hear Smitty fucking break some shit down. You want to? Just like. See C- Seagall broke some stuff down in this movie. Ooh, very good one. Ooh. Do you want
1: to go to one of our absolutely favorite segments called sss
0: sss
1: and Skippy's
2: with Mrs. spitty. Uh I'm going to read with
0: boys. Give me that dip.
1: Give me that snap. snap, me give, me that snap. Mm-hmm. give me some marinara sauce, Give me. Yeah. Give me. Give me. Give me. Give me. Give me. Give me. Oh, give me. <laughs> I like that. Snaps and all Skippies right, with Mr. Smitty. All right, guys. you got some male skippies. fans in that, too, man. We had some, uh, some lower voices there. Yeah, you there. a little
2: bit of everyone. So know? what is
1: Snaps and Skippies with Mr. Smitty? So
2: Snaps and Skippies, are basically, in this segment, we, we relive and talk about all the um bone breaks and all of the skippy appearances for those of you who are just listening for maybe you know the first or second time Raj can you help our listeners out with what are skippies
0: well skippies <laughs> is another name for a helicopter of course and anybody knows why it's because of the sound they obviously make shout out to Tom uh, Segura come on the podcast
2: okay
1: so, so what's our over under today of, of so snaps our over under
2: has been Four, and a, Four and a half. Four okay. and a half. Okay, for We're all keeping you it right. We kept yeah, it. we kept yeah. it there. Oh, it's and you know we hit the under today. Really? Mm. No Skippies whatsoever. Yeah, no. I didn't see one, which is you know odd for a Seagull movie. Um, but okay, so I have three snaps, and they all come in the butcher shop mm-hmm. scene. Yep. However, I do have an honorable mention. Ooh. Towards the end, in that final battle, when they all have the guns and they're all shooting at each other, and Steven takes his shotgun and just blows that guy's leg <laughs> like clean oh, off. Oh, that was
1: <laughs> awesome! <laughs> it's
0: just like
2: that's just like hanging by like tendons and stuff. I oh, was just so like, gross. Well, that's definitely a good solid bone break. So that's an honorable mention. Okay, but um, all of our snaps come um, in the butcher shop scene towards the beginning. So. We actually never really talked about it, but basically, uh, the car chase we were talking about a little while ago um, kind of ends up with uh, the bad guys running into a butcher shop, and uh, For- Forsyth's like, uh, "You guys stay here and deal with them," and he's like, uh, "You three come with me." So like, him classic and bad guy move. Classic, right Classic, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's like leaving some cronies behind and then like you know continuing on himself. So basically, Seagal arrives and you know has his way with these guys. Using lots of like butcher knives and machetes and all sorts of crazy stuff was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Him
1: redirecting the three dudes and and taking the butcher knife out of one guy to like just like take uh, off another guy's hand
2: right into his fucking hand. It was so gross. Um, but uh, during that um tussle, he uh, he does a wrist and an arm snap to one guy, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like a twofer, and then um. He he does like a shoulder arm to one of the other lackeys in the butcher shop. So I counted three right there with an honorable mention.
0: I agree with that. There yeah, some do really you have that count as well. I did. Well, because <laughs> like boxing when card. yeah, yeah. Well, Smitty yeah. and I are kind of like we, you know, we bounce off each other because he's got the snaps and I've got the. And neeks, he's got neeks, so yeah. I've got to kind of pay attention to what the neeks are that are causing they're the ve- snaps.
2: They're very cl- closely I related. I love the
0: neeks today. I really did. Do you want to talk like about some I of the I neeks? Do. We should. he hit that fucking? Yeah, like dropping let's, some let's, subtle hints. Let's that
2: talk some techniques.
0: Let's combine our shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Talking leagues with the brown man, skibaly-bop, bop Hey, oh what did Steven yeah. get into today? Man, nice scatting, dude. Yeah. Thank you.
0: That really puts me in the right mood
1: for this. I've been legs. practicing, or I've just been listening to you scat to yourself constantly yeah. around the house. Yeah,
0: like <laughs> 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 I've been bebopping my way through life recently. It's very, it's <laughs> very true <laughs> statement. Snapchat filters are killing me. Bebop! Um, yeah, these leagues were pretty cool. I, It was nice because there was a lot of, like... Tra- traditional Aikido, <laughs> what was that, Smitty? That That's funny, he just passed some gas through his canister. <laughs> uh, um, there was uh, some solid Aikido movements that didn't actually end in, so, so they could potentially end in snaps, or they could end in just using that movement for momentum to throw people, and it was cool that he did a lot of um, Aikido for um, using people in kind of like a, compromising way a lot of aikido is just throwing people around using their momentum but this one he actually got them in a lock and then used that to throw them which is pretty cool so one of the very first moves that you see him do before everything when he was beating up that pimp actually is um what's called a shihunage so it's spelled s-h-i-h-o space n-a-g-e it's a classic aikido movement um and it involves shihunage, shihunage yep and it's um on our brow belt list in our jiu-jitsu gym and it's basically where you twist the guy's shoulder so as hand is like up by his ear essentially and what you can do is you can twist and break the shoulder but what he did is he pushed um, forward to throw the guy through the car like Smitty said there's a lot of um, there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of hand to hand like he did a couple quick like hits to the face and stuff like that on mm-hmm. Richie later but a lot of it um, was momentum throws but what was cool was the snaps in the in the store so I really liked actually and I want to talk about the shoulder Snap, I'm going to mm. demonstrate this on P-Bear, of course. All right, as usual. I'm going to loosen up. Oh, I'm very excited, Stretch sweetie. out there. So this is kind of cool because it's, it's, it's a very popular one that you can do off of someone either grabbing your shoulder or putting their... It's, it's the same side arm that you're attacking. And essentially, you wrap up the arm, same side to your same side. So you're wrapping it up high above the... A little bit above the elbow, like two inches above the elbow. You want to get a nice bite. And what people usually do when you grab someone's hand like that is that they bend their elbow inside, right? Mm -hmm. So you use the twist of that motion to kind of just dip down, and you're going to bend it up.
1: Okay, why don't you you just grab grab me? uh, I'll
0: just just grab you up. All right. There you go. Secure it. Okay. Okay, So now you're going to bend your arm a little bit. Yeah. And then you're going to come down, and I'm going to come up like that. Okay. And just a little bit more. I'm just a little bit more.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, you said good.
0: slowly, right? I thought you said go faster. <laughs> uh, My bad. Uh, My I bad. love the pain. <laughs> so, yeah, and what that does thieves. is it essentially tears your rotator. How's your rotator cuff feeling right now? Pretty torn, right? Yeah, it's like Natalie and Imbruglia. Torn. <laughs> yeah. Um, I absolutely love that. For those of you who are UFC fans... John Jones pulled this off on John Glover. Bones Jones. John's bones pulled this off on Glover Teixeira in their championship fight. In the first round, he twisted his. He basically tore um, Teixeira's labrum and rotator cuff by doing this. Really? So he couldn't throw with that right arm very well. After that, he like he didn't get the full break, but he like tore like after the fight. Like Teixeira was like, "Yeah, my right arm was like
1: torn out of the socket when he did that in the first round." Did, did he have to get like surgery for something like yeah. that?
0: Yeah, to share had to get surgery after that, yeah.
1: Do UFC fighters often leave the octagon with major injuries like that? Not major injuries like that. Um, that was a pretty dr- – I had never
0: seen that. I don't think anybody had ever seen that move being pulled off in the octagon before because people don't leave their arms in that space. Because that, that was interesting to see that happen. Um, but they leave banged up. There's a lot more, like, small, like – you know like tendon tears and fractures and mm-hmm. stuff like that that heal up not a lot of it's surprising that there's not a lot of major I think that's why obviously people kind of are okay with it and it's being sanctioned all over the place is because you don't leave with as many injuries as you'd expect um and I think a reason of, is that fighters sort of realize that everyone's doing this to support themselves and like right you don't want it I, I don't think anybody really is that malicious in there like I really want to like tear somebody's shoulder out and cause them to like not be able to fight it you know what I mean so like Bunch Jones though. Not John
1: Bones Jones. He don't um, give a
0: fuck. Yeah, no, He was probably he's
1: smoking uh, <laughs> Richie's crack pipe before. Well, that. he knew yeah. that Teixeira's <laughs> best
0: thing was that right power, like that right-hand power, so he twisted his shoulder so hard that he couldn't really throw it that well anymore. But it, fortunately, he didn't get the full break like Seagal, obviously, but um, best, best example of that being used in a non-choreographed way for sure. Okay,
1: cool. Well, uh, I think my Olympic gymnastics career is now o- over, so I'm thanks, sorry. Flav. Yep. No
2: uneven bars for P-Bear. <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. You were, how are your other injuries healing? You're
0: you're awfully good at it. You have like an X-Men quality about you. Well,
1: I do have an adamantium core ah. and regenerative healing properties, so, you know, it's not okay. too bad. And I love pain. <laughs> Keep that in mind, listeners. Uh, yeah, and Sigal, Christmas come, is coming. come snap
0: <laughs> P-Bear on film.
1: Yeah, snap. I want to be snapped like totally in half. Like Bane on Batman style oh, by Steven Seagal, where he la- ra- 64 <laughs> year old Steven Seagal raises me above his head oh, and just breaks me over his knee. I think I'd like to get a limb
0: shot off and after getting snapped a couple times, though.
2: I want him to just rip my head from my body. <laughs> Is he going to piss down your throat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like
1: the dog at the end? <laughs> of yeah, this yeah movie? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You could do that. Um, all right, so back to the film. Yeah, again, it's just tracking down, tracking down Richie. Gino is a shithead at the, at the pool bar, at the pool hall. Um, there's that really weird montage um, with. Oh
0: shit! With How did? Oh, sorry, not to cut you off. Sorry, uh, I totally forgot in talking Neeks and and all this stuff. We got to mention in the pool hall. Yeah, one of the fights is against Sticks, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. This guy who is. Bruce Lee's most famous student, Dan Inosanto. Oh, really? Oh, is Bruce Styx. Lee's. Guy. Yeah. So Sticks is actually one of the most legit martial artists alive. Dan Inosanto, and like, as qualified in Filipino knife and stick fighting and Do as Seagal is in Aikido. And it was awesome to see them, kind of do basically. He breaks his pool cue in half, and him and Seagal go at it. And well, somebody cool goes, "Get him sticks!" Exactly. They're all going,
1: "Get him sticks!" And what's cool get is that those
0: motions that they were sticks. doing were actually from Kali. Like those are actual like movements. So it was just like. For them, it was probably just like, all right, let's practice like our like regular drills, you know. You yeah. know, be like me and Spence doing some like jujitsu drills. Sparring. So it was really cool to see that. So I have to mention the Daniel santos in this movie.
1: I kind of wish that fight had lasted a little bit longer, because yeah. there aren't, you know, he's Seagal's dealing with the mafia here. There are no trained fighters basically yeah. in the movie. He doesn't. When he winds you know, up beating up Richie, there's no fa- there's not a good, he's just beating the crap out of
0: people. It could be that NC seventeen thing <clears throat> that they cut out like could could be just clips from all these places that they cut out these fights. I don't know. Like, I mean I'm I'm sure that maybe some
1: of this did go longer and they just Like the action was decent in this movie. Yeah. But because there wasn't that kind of uh they he didn't have say like a general tie cumberbatch from yeah. belly of the beast yeah um to like think about the really brutality of our
0: last film we did out for a kill where he's just like smashing the guy's head in with the blunt of the gun and then oh so kicks brutal. him through the window yeah. it's like it's if seagal knew he could do that back in 91 <laughs> this movie would be very different yeah it would um but sorry anyway I just had to mention R- that, right so, yeah, right after the pool hall deal. scene
1: no it's very important yeah glad we went back um there's this very poorly edited montage with some sweet background music, oh, yeah, but it's 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 clips of uh, Seagal talking to Jerry Orbach, but we don't hear the dialogue. So I don't. Something must have gone wrong. Like these were actual filmed scenes with dialogue. Mm-hmm. Clearly, mm-hmm. it's it wasn't intended to be a montage, but they turned it into one. This Could is also where our Johnny
2: uh, Johnny Legs cameo. Right. Happens. Exactly. Yep.
1: Exactly. Um, so we see Richie going around killing people. And taking drugs. What is Richie's motivation exactly? Nothing, man. He's crazy. He's
2: just on a fucking crack bender, dude. <laughs> like, that's literally what this movie is. It's like, Richie does crack. Everyone else looks for Richie.
1: This movie should have been called Richie's Great Weekend. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Weekend at Richie's. Did you know that Jerry Orbach, who plays... Richie's uh, Wild Ride. <laughs> <the> <laughs> Richie's Wild Ride. <laughs> Jerry Richie Orbach play, <laughs> plays the, the chief in this movie. He played Lumiere, the candlestick. No. In, uh, Jerry Beauty Orbach? Or in yeah. Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Shut
0: the did? fuck up. Jerry Orbach or was Lumiere? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Be That's our a, guest, be our guest. That blew, was him.
2: He just blew my how mind did, with that one, piece. How did he
0: get that accent?
1: What? He's a good actor, He's an man. actor. He kind of looks, looks like do. him, actually, if you put those two guys next to each other. He must have been so young. Like, It was like the same year. It was around the same time. Really? Yeah. But he sounds so much younger as Lumiere. He's a
0: good actor, bro. Wow. Yeah, very impressive. That's fucking crazy. Shout out to Beauty and the Beast remake with Emma
1: Watson coming out next year. Oh, love, really love Emma Watson. we have that scene that reminded me of Brian Cox and the Glimmerman. So Creepin' over there on Mo. <laughs> Remember the the scene in the Glimmerman when Brian Cox is in the swimming pool. Oh yeah, when they're oh, like man. talking to each Vittorio other. Vittorio like, basically, yeah. uh, Don Vittorio does basically the same thing. Oh, in this Oh yeah. It's less I, creepy I'm in exactly this film down. though. It
0: wasn't as like creepy because there's more bodyguards and stuff. So it was just, just like, him, like what's swimming. the latest? The, boys, one with, yeah. the one with the one with that movie <laughs> with that guy. I forget his name.
1: Glimmerman, Brian Cox. Brian Cox was way more creepy. Well, and they also had that overtone. Yeah, yeah, the gay, gay en- overt- entendre. Yeah, there wasn't any of this in any of that in this movie. The double entendre. Um Seagal has that monologue about his crazy uncle who he talks about so this is like going back to Mafia life. What was S- his name? Pino? Seagal yeah, Pinot Noir, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um Seagal tells a story about p- this is a serious monologue from Segal. He he's yep. really dusting his off his acting chops, which he has subsequently <laughs> p- put away. Put away. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> Seagal, we love you. Come on the podcast, yeah. kill us on film. Um Seagal has this monologue about how when he was 9 years old his uncle yep. took him out and showed him a a, a body in the trunk or something no, like that. No, he was still alive. He tied So his uncle tied this body
0: uh tied this guy up who owed him money or something like that and put him in the trunk and then went to go watch a movie. And Seagal was horrified cuz he's a 9 years old. He's like, "We're just going to leave this guy in the trunk. Like is he going to die? Like is he dead or is he alive?" And then when they get out of the movie, like he opens the trunk and tells Gino as a 9-year-old kid to like hold his gun to him and, like, basically scare him. So Gino's, like, recounting how at nine years old he told his guy to get the fuck out of here. And the guy, like, basically, he was like, I blinked and he was gone. Like, you know, his friend Frankie is like, oh, man, scaring people at nine years old, huh? And so it was just, like, kind of his background of him being like, I do
1: this for like religiously since I was a kid. Right. Like well, that's what's interesting about the movie. It's like the movie loves the mafia. Mm-hmm. The mafia yeah. guys aren't the bad guys. They're kind of the good guys even though they, they were are They're pretty good in this movie. Right? The They're nice dudes. Yeah, every other I feel like every other piece of mafia uh, film or TV ultimately has them paying for their crimes. Like the Sopranos. Even the Mafia guys the that Godfather. didn't like Steven were like nice. They were like, oh, I, st- I see you're
0: still combing your hair like a girl. It's like, all right, well, you, you could do definitely much better than that. You're the Mafia.
1: <laughs> but all right. It's not that he has long hair. It's that he combs it like a girl. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, how yeah. else is he supposed to comb his hair back? Like, I don't get it. Comb your hair like a man, son. <laughs> what?
2: Comb that like a man.
1: I really like how Seagal, uh deals with every woman in this movie by grabbing them by, by the elbow and leading them places. And, and like sitting them down in chairs. He a lot of like arm
2: grabbing and like, and then the guys, it's the neck grab.
0: I yep. loved like him just like his back and forth with the ladies, especially with the Gina Gershon when she's in jail,
1: and they're like arresting each prostitution. other. And I'm like,
0: you guys are so in love. If his ex wife wasn't still alive, but
1: that would be a, actually a beautiful romantic comedy, which a hard nosed yeah. cop has to arrest a, a bar owner for prostitution just to get her to talk about her brother, about yeah. her brother who's murdering people. Yeah, I could see, I could see Gosling. And Emma Stone. Oh, classic pair. <laughs> wow, that's. You'd think Emma Stone would work as an
0: Italian's mafia sister? I don't think so.
1: Yeah, hasn't she played like Asian people before and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> They're in <laughs> yeah. La La Land. Isn't uh, Matt Damon about to
0: play an Asian dude in like the Great Wall story or whatever? What? Or really? You seen this like the Great Wall? It's like the story about dragons attacking the Chinese Great Wall. And this white dude named Matt Damon saving them. Apparently, like what? <laughs> Didn't Tom Cruise already do this ten years ago, fifteen years ago? You dragging out there, reading your Gordon Wood? Yeah, it's like he was God much God better. Wood? At it. I love Tom Cruise. What do you so know much. about
1: Gordon Wood, Flav? <laughs> fucking love Tom Cruise. That's what I know. We still got to do the uh, Jack Reacher series. We will of of films. Hey, on this for those podcast. of you listening, we're going to do it.
2: Jack reach around.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, yeah, Seagal tears up her office. Yep. He arrests her. Uh, the wheels get shot. <laughs> <laughs> wheels, no. Uh, Seagal discovers these nude Polaroids in Gina Gershon's desk. Yeah, no, so in Bobby's desk. In Bobby's desk,
0: but he goes to Gina to talk to about it. Okay, all right, all right. There's that a lot of blow in that desk, too. Yeah, he has a
1: huge bag. He like, he's
2: like personal head stash of blow <laughs> yeah. in oh, like no, he the bottom Gina drawer died. of his he, desk. He
0: goes to his ex-wife. Once he finds the Polaroids, he goes, because he Look, puts everything together. It looks like flowers. He goes to Bobby's ex-wife, and he's like, this is what happened. So then you find out why everything happened, basically. Right. Bobby's ex-wife sent those Polaroids of Bobby fucking these multiple different women right. <laughs> to Richie for God knows what reason maybe because i just wanted
1: to save my marriage yeah because i guess
0: she thought richie was banging the same girl so he'd just be like hey stop banging my girlfriend it's like did you not know he was a psychopath (laughs) like okay um so that's why richie saw those pictures and was like fuck this guy like he's banging my girlfriend and went and shot him and left those really all his wife's bobby's wife's fault it honestly is 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 entirely her fault at the end why don't you just throw him in his face and be like yo i'm giving you a divorce or like what like?
1: Yeah. What again, the movie doesn't the mo- blame ah. the bad guys, like the the evil doers in the mafia. They blame a woman yeah. who's just <laughs> yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. like call out her uh, disrespectful, cheating husband. So yeah, that seems it's there's there's some moral ambiguity that we always see <laughs> in Seagal <laughs> movies. Um, th- things get personal though oh, when shit. Seagal goes to his his uh, ex wife's home and her, his son is there as well, um, and they are attacked by Richie's goons, right? Yeah. And he says, get in the tub. I'm going to take care of this. And he just murders everybody yeah. with one shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he still, at this point, hasn't really used a shotgun. Nope. I wonder why he asked for a shotgun in like one of the most densely populated urban areas there is. Like, why he wants a shotgun just to take care of his
2: shotgun. He's uh, just, yeah. He can blow legs off with it.
1: Uh, yeah. So, yeah, what, what else happens? There was a good scene where the mafia comes to Vinnie's Bar and they beat him up. Vinny gets Dude, just the vi- shit kicked out of him. Any the time you
2: screen. see Vinny on screen, he's just getting like slapped around by someone, basically.
1: And
0: then <laughs> towards the end, when like Richie's finally gonna show a uh, showdown with these cops or whatever, um, he tries to give Vinny a gun. He's like, pick up the gun, and he can't do it because Vinny's like, I'm not trying to like get in a shootout with the cops. I'm just right. trying to like live my life. And he's he trying like, to run a he, bar. Yeah. again.
1: Like smacks him right in the face, and she's like, don't you ever let me see you again. I'm like, Jesus. I really God. like the moment when uh, those goons. We're beating up Vinny, and one of them says, "Ah, uh, oh, maybe he doesn't understand. Maybe you should teach them some English." And they kind of bring the, the their heavy dude, <laughs> oh, who is the yeah, oldest guy amongst yeah, them. Yeah,
2: he was so old. That's he was the so first thing I, I really
1: wanted him to be like. All right, here we go. We're gonna do some conjugations right here. <laughs> the Past tense of his. Here we go. If you like, actually start teaching him <laughs> <literal> English. <laughs> English. Yeah, need some English, try to yeah. Oh, you don't understand subjunctive. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey. do I know what rhetorical means? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, hey. Yeah, so just grabbing elbows. Where's Richie? All the same bullshit. Uh, where do we wind up at the end, Flav? We wind up at his, at Richie's
0: prostitutes place, that is trying to go on the straight and become a tutor and all this kind of shit, and she's like taking care of her baby sister. Meanwhile, Richie busts in here with his. With, we, with um, his crew of people that don't really want to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's
2: going to be a night to
0: remember, boys. He's, he's like, like, I'm going to call some. Yeah, he's like, horrors <laughs> for everybody. So, so you don't think I'm only doing it for the money? And they're like, we don't want to do any of this <laughs> for any of it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the money or the women. Um, and then he obviously, you know, he forces his chick upstairs to go do stuff, and meanwhile- I like how
1: she's a former hooker, former (laughs) former former hooker, that's a tough one. Bear cub got your tongue? (laughs) Yeah, but she's going back for one last job. It's kind (laughs) of like a Seagal, it's like a really problematic female version of what Seagal does in every Well, I mean, she
0: was just as afraid as everybody else of dying, so she had to agree to this. So they call a bunch of prostitutes. They're doing a bunch of blow. Meanwhile, Steven, some I don't know how he tracked them, though, but he does track them to this place because he's suddenly there with his the shot. That
1: other waitress tells him that that girl's his girlfriend. Oh, uh, okay, and, uh, okay, yeah. girlfriend. And
2: then also that little kid tips him off, too.
1: That's right. Okay, yeah, that's right. That uh, kid calls oh, him. Oh, right. Kid the, pay God. Phone. Uh, the kid, yes. The okay. kid that he made he, friends
2: with earlier in the movie. Did that kid use his
1: nipples to dial the phone? I <laughs> would hope so. S- Seagal's being very sneakily Seagal here. So, But this time he has a shotgun <laughs> on him which Right, is nice. here we go, the shotgun's yeah. coming out um, So he sneaks up on this building and
0: just one by one Just starts blowing people the fuck away Yeah. Like, However, did you
2: guys notice Seagal got shot?
1: Yep, he did, very rare
2: Very rare for a Seagal film
0: He, he got shot, he bled yeah. He actually bled he did not show any signs of it afterwards, except no. for the little pleading. Nope. Yeah, but he was like... You know, people get shot, and they, like, wince a little, a little, little bit, and they walk a little slower and to act like they've been shot, and he was just, like, charging through this house, like, full force as if, like, nothing is wrong with him until the end when somebody's like, oh, you got... A- it, it was just and a... Frankie's gri- like, oh, man, you've been hit, and he's like, yeah, yeah. It's
2: just like, it was just a grazing.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyways, so he starts blowing people the fuck away. One guy, uh, P-Bear's... VP, MVP gets his leg blown off, Ugh. and then oh wait oh no he doesn't get his leg blown off right the other guy gets his leg blown off no right, my guy right. doesn't get kicked in the ball guy doesn't get kicked but his lifeless corpse is way bloodier than it should be from just a kick to the ball he balls. also
2: got slammed into a brick wall
1: though yeah. through that window <laughs> I love when Segal pulled him, yeah, through, pulled
0: that, him that through that kind of like wooden yeah. lattice yeah. thing there yes, that was cool that's pretty great and then finally works his way to Richie for the final showdown and this is just This is just a beatdown of straight Aikido proportions where for a good two minutes he's just throwing Richie into different silverware, cutlery, tables, microwaves, (laughs) glasses, and just fucking him up. A poor Um, kitchen. And each time Richie keeps grabbing items, whether it be a knife... A wine opener, yeah. a frying pan, and yeah. keeps like trying Ritchie, to come at Segal. Please stop grabbing yeah. things.
1: <laughs> and each time, Seagal, you know, disarms him and beats the shit out of him. He should have grabbed a feather duster, and then Seagal would disarm him and start tickling him. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, all right, <laughs> take a very different turn. I thought that um, Richie Richie started. He gets blood all over his face. Yeah. And I thought he really looked like John Wayne Gacy, who this dude actually wound Oof, up playing a few yeah. years later. That's crazy. He also oh. looks like Gene from Bob's Burgers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, he attacks Stephen with the last thing, which is the wine opener. Yeah. And Stephen shoves it in his eye. And he goes, that's for Bobby.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. That's for Bobby. Like, why do we care about Bobby <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that's a- for my cheating, like, oh. deceptive friend. He's also a dirty was... cop. Yeah, yeah my dirty cop friend who has blow in his drawer.
1: Philanderer. And, like, why, why is this? Yeah. Nine Gumars. Yeah. Like, What's the deal? Why? <laughs> yeah. It's like wait. what? I also found it weird. So his his buddy Frank, who, who his mafia buddy Frank, shows up. Um, yeah. Right after. And Seagal does this little trick where he he says, "Oh my leg, I got shot," and then grabs Frank's gun and shoots Richie with Frank's gun mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make it look like Frank killed him. Yeah. I guess so that Frank could take the credit with the uh, with the, the oh, mafia. Okay. And he was
0: like, you know, tell him or tell everybody what you had to do. And he was like, like giving him a. a Props basically did to, to, yeah. And but, also like, don't
1: mention the wine opener sticking out of his head. Because basically, yeah, that, yeah, right.
0: Because <laughs> what that means is that uh, <laughs> he won't get credit from the police department for doing anything, right? So, Stephen gave that up for for. Right. Okay.
2: But also, they didn't want they wanted to take care of it in house, right? They didn't want the police getting involved. Wasn't that like the big thing about the whole issue? the mafia? To did. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm
1: yeah. not the police have to get involved in this giant shootout with like ten dead bodies and you know a, a body strewn all over They're Brooklyn? Very, very much would for?
2: they very much would be involved. I would say. They're pretty
1: laissez faire, Lumiere, up yeah. there at uh, <laughs> the top. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still
0: can't believe he's Lumiere. That's fucking crazy.
1: All I need is an unmarked and a shotgun. Be my guest. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so then finally, finally, we tie up the very important loose end on the boardwalk. Coney Island. Coney Island. We see the guy from the car who had uh, thrown the bag full of a puppy (laughs) out of the car that Seagal found earlier. This is great. Seagal. This is a great scene. Tell tell us what
0: happens. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that they put this scene in the movie, Personally. They're walking, and they're getting, like, an ice cream or a hot dog or whatever, and they see this dude, and he's like, hey, you wouldn't happen to be the fuck—what uh, does he call him? He calls him a—not fu- uh, a fuckhead or shithead. What do you call me? Um, Dipstick—he <laughs> calls him, like, a shithead or something, and the guy's like, keep talking to me. He's like, yeah, you wouldn't happen to be the guy that threw a puppy out the window a couple days back, would you? And he's like—, it's like mind your own fucking business. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I happen to be an—he's an-. like, what's it to you? And he's like, oh, I happen to be an animal lover. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, he's like, yeah. And, like, uh, the guy, again, throws a right cross <laughs> at Steven. Yes. People have Steven to turns around. that. Steven uses the same move on Richie, on the pimp, on, like, two other people that the took a shot. The bartender.
1: Boxing bartender.
0: Boxing bartender. And then this guy at the end where he parries the cross... And basically, with his right hand, he parries it and uses that momentum to push the guy so he's kind of turned around on him. Right. With Richie, it was the frying pan. Richie came at him with the frying pan. He turned around grabbed the frying pan and hit him in the back of the head. This guy turned around and kicked him in the back of the balls. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Guy's laying on the floor, and then the dog goes up and... As far as we can tell, pees on him, although it does not look like a dog peeing. It it sounds like a dog peeing. It It looks like a
1: puppy on a man's face with the Foley effect of pees. pees
0: (laughs) Um, And then you hear trickling (laughs) in what's clearly an edited over sound effect added to this movie.
1: So a very, very happy ending featuring a man being urinated on Wait, he didn't wait
0: for the last line, though, which is the best, where he's like, hey, he looks like a police dog already,
1: don't he? (laughs) So he turns to his wife and he's like, looking like a police dog already, ain't he? Oh, right. that's beautiful. So that's how this movie ends, but it could have ended many other ways. Why don't we take it to one of our favorite Me. places Ba-da. in the world?
2: Let's hop on that train.
1: We're going to the
2: island. Of alternate Brr- endings.
1: The island. The island. Of alternate endings, brother. alternate endings. Yeah, what would you guys think? Uh, Flav, do you have an alternate ending for this movie? I don't, I
0: don't necessarily have alternate endings, but I'm looking through my notes here, and I have some alternate, what I would you know could have happened in between things so, and so you remember when uh he was at the parents place of richie's i i have in my notes here he was being awfully nice <laughs> yeah. to, to the parents and i i want him to slap up the family like the, guy, <laughs> the dad and the mom i just want him to be like hey and then just like start slapping them around a little. not like hard slaps but like you know how he does like those like you know, just kind of like taps on the cheek where he's yeah, like trying yeah. to make a point, like I wanted to do that to the to His the parents. super condescending taps on yeah, the cheek yeah, yeah, and then I wanted him to to go and uh, same thing happens with him and Patty, where he puts her in the, the the jail, and there there's that heated argument where he's like oh you're only you only go for ten dollars as a prostitute, blah blah, blah. and she's still pissed at him, but they have that chemistry, and then I want him to go and kill Richie, just like he did, but then I want him to come back with Patty and start running Brooklyn together instead of his ex-wife. And I wanted them to like go on a rampage of slaps all around Brooklyn. Just slapping people? <laughs> yeah, because he knows everybody in Brooklyn. Wherever he goes, I just wanted him to be like, hey, they'd be like, oh, hey, I
1: Gino. Know and he'd be like, hey, up, uh, Gino Fellino. Hey, this is my girl
0: Patty. Hey, Patty, give him a couple
1: give him a couple slaps.
0: <laughs> and then Patty's just like, hey, how you doing? And just slaps people. And it'd be really great. he still get wet, whatever. Yeah, I, I wanted that to happen more so than him getting together with his ex-wife. Okay. Um, Does he keep the
1: dog in that? Oh yeah, area? yeah, the dog still stays. Mm-hmm. I would have liked him to feed the dog too, perhaps in my <laughs> alternate endings. <laughs> there should have been on. a shot of Stephen feeding the dog. It's, there it's really should have been. Uh, what about you, Mr. Smitty? Do you have an alternate ending? Well, speaking of
2: the dog, Ooh. what I would say is, oh, no. so let's go back to but that scene. These endings
1: are all so dark. Oh well,
2: no, we'll go back to that scene where he's buying the dog dog food uh-huh. and he hey. makes the ra- the radiation comment about being.
1: Is this from Jersey? I can't yeah. have any of that radiation yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
2: it, it, in fact, it is from Jersey. Okay. He feeds it to the dog. The dog's eating this radiation food. So, basically, the movie plays out like it does, and then we cut to, at the end, Coney Island. You know, Seagal meets up with a guy who threw the dog out of the car originally. But now we see the puppies grown into this, like, massive, just hulked-out version of a German Shepherd. Basically, Segal kicks the guy's ass, and then um, afterwards, he's like, get him, boy. And then the dog just like devours. It's like Cujo, basically. Yeah, it's point. like Cujo, yeah. So, and the dog just eats the dude at the end, basically. Oh, That's, so then the Jesus. sequel could be Steven... Instead of the dog pissing on him, he eats him. Right. Ste- <laughs> Steven
1: as the new like chief of police of Brooklyn, and his... And the dog, and the they go, out. Dog. yeah,
2: and they just run the town.
1: And they run the town, and they dispose of bodies huh. by feeding them to
2: the dog. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Does just he like become
0: as big as Clifford, the giant red dog?
2: Not that big. Okay,
1: <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> but it's a good question. It's a good question. That's a good
1: question. It's a, it's flame. a good question. <laughs> uh, that's a good alternate ending. Yeah. W- did you? Did you have anything in mind? I had a few thoughts. Okay. Yeah. We, no, he does. Uh, he, um, the movie plays out as is <laughs> <Yeah>. classic <laughs> classic way to go, <laughs> or actually so in the final fight scene here's my idea and th- i've I've definitely thrown this out b- before, but I think it really does apply to this one uh, we see all these these fights happening uh, th- you know the the prostitutes are hiding in the tub or something like that yeah. Stevens skull murdering people classic <laughs> he finally reaches Richie. they're beating each other up, okay, mm. and then we cut to Frank who's walking in the the mob connection okay. Kay. Frank walks in, and we kind of see a POV shot from him as he walks into the kitchen, and he sees... Just Steven Seagal, Edward Norton style, fighting himself. Oh my God! And just like the film Code of Honor. Oh my God! Richie oh my and God. Gino are the what? same fucking guy you just because blew my mind. they are both I huge can't. assholes. They do the same. Ex- they, Neither one is really better than the other one. Are okay. They not? What? So Richie is just part of Steven's personality that has flipped. Well, maybe. Oh, here, here's a good one. What was the one where? What was the movie <laughs> when uh, Steven's twin died when he was young? And he oh, was Daniel, right, right. Oh um, God! Like we see the the a flashback is. to Richie and uh, Gino hanging out as youths, uh, and we discover that uh, Richie was murdered in some tragic way, but his personality lived on within within Ooh. Gino. Okay, so then uh, uh, Gino—it's <laughs> really when that lady in uh, in traffic yells at him that oh, he flips. He flips There's a switch. Oh, ma- flips. yeah. Maybe it's—it's it's, uh, <laughs> Richie was hit by a car. <laughs> Back in the day, so that lady in traffic yelling at him <laughs> flips the switch. Triggered him. <laughs> yeah. And secretly, the entire movie, they were they were really both the same guy. I love it. Fight Club style, Code of Honor it. style. I Rock love, nuts, I
2: love it. I love it.
0: I love it. That's crazy. When did you come up with that? Huh? Goddamn. When did you come up with that? That's
1: crazy. I just, I just came up with that shit. man. Yeah. fucking awesome. Um, it should also be pointed out that uh, Richie's dad is Uncle Junior from The Sopranos, the guy who kind of looks like Larry David. I only mention this because I had a bong in college named Uncle Junior. No way! <laughs> 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 so, uh, it's it a great away. name. Oh, yeah, I love Yeah, Uncle Junior. Um, yeah, so that's out for justice. Do you guys really have much more on this this movie? Flav, you're a big fan? I'm a big fan.
0: I, I can't really say much more other than uh, you should definitely... If you're looking into Seagal's repertoire at all, you should definitely watch this. I would take... All um, the other early ones over this one. That's what I was just about to say.
1: You, uh, all the other ones are like Hard to Kill Above the Law? Hard or? to Kill Above the Law, Marked for Death, and Under Siege. All I think the, all are the all golden Erisogals, yeah. I think this is
2: my least I, favorite so yeah, far. Yeah, okay. I think um, okay. it, it
1: was fine. <coughs> I would rather it be either sillier, like Under Siege 2, okay. or grittier. Like actually some of the direct to D V D ones I thought were, were the yeah, action grittier. was a little bit better than, than this movie. Just he there was no bad guy to fight except aside from sticks. Right. And he takes care of sticks in about twenty seconds. You know That's,
0: I agree with you a better bad guy interaction, more build up a little bit. I thought the, Richie was a great bad of guy. But the developing like of their relationship would have been a little bit he better. He was
1: basically a human bowling ball rolling through Brooklyn. That's what he looked like. And he, like taking out people. Yeah. Um so that was kind of compelling, but I thought ultimately that not they didn't okay. save anything for okay. the end, you know. Okay. Um So that's up hey, for Twitter's justice. Your thoughts. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter at uh, seriously segal, Facebook seriously segal. Let us know what you think. Um, but what what should people be planning to listen to, uh, watch uh, for the next episode?
0: Oh man, I actually have not thought about the next episode because oh, I've geez. been on our uh, my notes here. You haven't even thought about I it. I have not thought about our next episode, guys. I think we might have to leave it. Can at I? Can
1: I actually pick one? Can
0: you pick one? Yeah, definitely. Do you do you mind, sweetie? No. Is there right a movie ahead. called Clementine? There yes, is, right? There is a movie. Can we called do that Clementine. one next week? <laughs> this one. This oh one. I'm really excited boy. for this because I believe okay, it's all in Korean. More. Uh, is it? <laughs> is it? Oh wow! Some Let me look this up. On, on Stephen's web. I it's it's a Korean movie. I we saw that. We and Stephen is not but necessarily is
1: the star. He's the he's the main bad guy in this movie. Ooh. is he the bad guy coming? Yeah, dude. He's oh, been the bad guy. It's guy. about watch like this. a, a Korean cage
0: it. fighter who's uh. Shut the fuck up. There's an Above the Law 2 about to be produced. Really? It's on IMDb. Nico Toscani, Above the Law Two. Oh I my guess. god. Nico's back. That's gotta get Holy out. shit. Okay, let me keep going down to Clementine. Fuck, what year was that? 2004, right? Something yep. like that. He's Jack Miller.
1: <laughs> Another Jack.
0: Okay, yeah, he's not the. Okay, they don't even. Oh, wow. All right, so basically, this guy, Kim, is a Taekwondo champion who decides to give up his fighting career. Uh, when an evil gambling organization kidnaps his daughter, he must ex- agree to fight in a rigged boxing match. With the King of the Cage fighter, Jack Miller.
1: Oh, my God. Come on. Doesn't that a sound great? A man who was never locked I'm in. I am all in. This is going to be a very different Seagal movie, I think. I can't wait. People yeah, should try to track it down and give it a look. Is is there going to be Seagal a lot in this, or is he just, is he just at the end? He who might knows? just be at the end. He might just be.
0: Well, we'll
2: have to
1: wait we'll find We'll find out, out. yeah. we okay. be have some seriously different MVPs for next week. Okay, so we're talking Out for Justice. We're going to see... What's the name of that movie again? Clementine. 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 Clementine for the next one. We might be driven totally insane. How are you guys feeling about Seagal generally right now? I love Seagal as usual. Oh,
2: I'm, I'm hotter than ever on Seagal.
1: He's the greatest thing ever. He's, uh, Trump needs to name him to the, be the ambassador uh, to Russia. I think Seagal matters more than he ever has in a long time, actually. Because kill us on film. Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin.
2: Uh, kill us on film. Please kill us on film. So
1: this has been Out for Justice. This is P. Bear. Brown man. And Mr. Smitty, and this is seriously Seagal.
2: Oh, just <laughs>
0: I'm
2: 엄마라고 하세요! 아빠랑,
1: 엄마랑 나랑... 이제 있으면 됐대요. 미안하다. 너한테 정말 미안하다.